This is the Dan and Christy podcast. The McNugget Buddies are back at Macca's in the limited edition Kerwin Frostbox. Gee, Super Bowl was yesterday. Did you watch it, Christy? We watched it, yes. Until then, it just wouldn't end. And I said to my heart, <laughs> like, dude, did this just go on forever? It did go on for a very long time. It usually does in yes. NFL. So we get to the last uh, 10 minutes or so. And at first, you could just tell that the, the 69ers were going to win. The 49ers <laughs> were going to win. Sorry. And I said yeah. to us. You tried hard. Um, yeah, Sorry, well, the 69ers usually do win when something goes for that long. It's always a good ending. Um, yeah. Anyway, I said to Harvey, I was like, just I think they're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. He's like, mm. yeah, no, and then they locked and they were both at 19. That was the score. And then I, yeah. he just said, look, let's leave the house. This was about quarter to three. We wanted to go out and go for a swim or do something as a family. Mm. And I was like, let's just go out. And so he said, yeah, I think I know the results. And then we get there. We're having a swim. <laughs> and then he saw that the Kansas City Chiefs won they the game. They were 10 points down. I yeah. know. And, and I, made him, won. I yeah. made him not be able to see the last 10 minutes all right, because of the 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> they came into play late in that game. Uh, but uh, the best part about the Super Bowl is always the ads because mm. they pay millions and millions of dollars to do this. And Marvel Universe has just been thrown out of the water because this is great. Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine and Deadpool 3 um, is Deadpool and Wolverine, which is so good. It's rated R. So we had to find a bit of the trailer that wasn't uh, really offensive. But um, this is Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman in Deadpool and Wolverine. Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so That's good. awesome. It will be great. So uh, Wade Wilson is back. That's uh, my favourite uh, Marvel character, I reckon, Deadpool. Have you watched all the Deadpools? No. Oh I knew you were going to talk it. about this. I know. That's what Harvey says as well. It's mm. not for any specific reason. I don't know why. It's just one of those things I just haven't seen all of Deadpool. But I love Hugh Jackman. And, you know... He went through the divorce with his wife, Deborah Lee Furnier. So I'm, mm. it's nice to see that he's got a lot going on and takes him, you know, gives him something to do outside of the marriage. Sorry, I'm still thinking about that unfortunate <laughs> comment I made a little early on. Hey, yeah, we'll go with the 49ers <laughs> next time. <laughs> but this was cool. 20 under. Uh, wicked. Yes. Wicked, the trailer has been released, hasn't now, have it? have you seen the musical for Wicked? Of course. Oh, The Love Witches it. of Oz, the untold story. Something just takes over me. And when it does, bad things happen. Once you learn to harness your emotions, the sky's the limit. Guy is the limit. I'm so excited about this because there's unusual green skin. It's the story before The Wizard of Oz. And Cynthia Irviro, is that how you say yeah, her name? Yeah, you did well. Which is Elphaba. Yep. And Ariana Grande is Glinda. Glinda. Yes, she'll she's be a good witch. And she'll be so good in this. Mm. And Ariana Grande, um, and she gets a lot of bad, uh, what's the word, bad press bad or rap. Bad, bad rap about mm. it. But um, she's a good actress. Yeah, she is. Because she, she grew up. by power. Yeah, exactly. Glinda. She yeah. grew up on screen. She's a great actress and tremendous mm. singer. So now, no doubt, that'll be huge. But what about this? I mean, Everyone was watching mm-hmm. Usher yesterday. There was that cool part of the halftime show when he got on the roller skates. Almost Did you like fell that? Over. I, I loved it. I saw that. I uh, like uh, everything stopped in our house because my wife just all of a sudden went, "Oh." Oh, oh, it's Usher. And he was showing everyone uh, their seats too, which was really amazing, uh, about halfway through. But it was a great performance, but this was the big one. And it kind of blew up, blew up the internet, uh, broke the internet as Beyonce. She's in an ad for internet service provider Verizon. <laughs> broke the internet again. Did you post this? No. Well, not on purpose. Oh, it's coming in hot. Ah, it's Verizon 5G. The network is crazy powerful. I bet you can't break that. <laughs> <laughs> bet I can. She did. She um, did. She and totally did. It was a huge announcement, mm. wasn't it? And that's what everyone was like. Why did you do that? You overshadowed Usher. But good on her because mm-hmm. she announced that her... 
fact, two of her Renaissance project will arrive March 29th. So the new I album. I cannot wait, yeah. And two songs from the album, uh, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages, they're now available to stream. But the cool thing is, it's like country-themed. Country music. Yeah. yeah. Much rumoured country music project. Uh, some of the lyrics, and I'll give you some right here okay. from Beyonce. At 15, the innocence was gone astray. I had to take care of home at an early age. I saw Mama crying. I saw Daddy lying. Ooh, struggles, <laughs> family problems. That is country music, isn't it? I mean, but anything can be country music. Mm. Like if you just sing it in a country way, right? Don't call me that. <laughs> Dad and Christy. Getting lost via GPS. What took you on a bum steer? Did the GPS get you lost? Because this happened to me on the weekend. So I had an idea. Great idea. Um, I'll take the kids to an air walk. Uh, um, 50 metres above the river. Beautiful. Um, you know, spectacular views of the forest, fauna, beautiful mountains in the background, World Heritage Area. Worth doing, right, mm-hmm. on a weekend? Sounds good. Get the mm-hmm. kids out and about, getting them off the Gotta iPad, getting the car, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what happened. I got in the car and I said, let's go. And I grabbed the Toyota Corolla, which in hindsight was the worst <laughs> idea in the world because uh, Google Maps, usually my best friend when it comes to this because I've never been to this location uh, in the middle of the wilderness, up whoop whoop, as they do call it. And uh, I said, let's go. It's only 50 minutes away. It ended up being two hours away. No Because way. of the way that the GPS took me. Um, <laughs> it took me on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere that was made for logging trucks. And I'm in a Toyota Corolla. There's ravines everywhere. It's awful. And, um, yeah, GPS just took me the wrong way. It looked like it was just a nicer way to go. I'm like, well, let's go that way. It looks like, because Isabel, uh, my, you know, uh, eight-year-old kid, she gets a little bit car sick. So I'm like, I'll go the way that's not as windy. Uh, but it was <laughs> off <laughs> road. <laughs> That's the worst way to go. So I took the wrong way, but um, yeah, there were giant rocks everywhere. There, there was a man in the middle of nowhere too, along this dirt what? road. He was just walking along the road. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, he looked like the Sasquatch. Oh I'm like, wow! What is he doing out here? He um, got lost as well with the GPS. <laughs> he was lost, and, but this this track was pretty much designed for four wheel drive. You know what? Mm. Can I say I feel your pain? It's the worst. You think mm. you're going to go for a, what? Not a short drive with the kids, mm. but that's nothing worse when it gets longer. Mm. Um, and also nothing worse than when you get lost with your Google Maps or whatever because yeah. of the person reading the directions. So, for instance, <laughs> someone's, sometimes it's not even their fault. I, I, I'll give you an example. On the mm-hmm. weekend, I had to drive my mother around, Mama Deb. She wanted to go and look at a few different houses, etc. Google Maps, she's holding the phone because I'm driving mm-hmm. and I'm asking her mum, what's what's it saying? And she's like, oh, now it's saying to, now it's oh. rerouting. Now it's saying turn in 100 metres. I'm like, mum, but if you followed that clearly, yeah, yeah, it could just actually, listen out to it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I would have had more luck just trying to guess where I was driving. <laughs> Then my mother helped with the GPS. Well, this is the worst part because my phone ran out of reception because my daughters were on roadblocks beforehand and I ran out. I had 23% before I left and I'm like, I have to guess where we're going. So that's probably why it took a long, long time too. I'm like, because you come to a fork in the road, there are no signs anywhere out here because it's logging dirt roads. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I think it's this way. Let's go with it. And the worst and part is you've got to get back as well. And that's, that's half the fun. So I had to get directions. I literally had to do what we used to do back in the day and just go, which way do I go? But there were signs, thank God. And there's, there's just a normal road that goes there. But I went the dirt road, the back way, Jeez. and uh, got lost at one stage. And I'm like, wow, this is uh, a terrible, terrible idea. But the kids <laughs> had a good time, which was funny about it. I, I didn't think they'd last all the way through it. But they did, and we ended up going. And, uh, you know, the fresh scent of the forest kind of made us forget the whole debacle. That's nice. And I never panicked at one stage. Well, I was panicking internally, but the kids are going, where are we going? I'm like, we're not far now. 
Probably. I, think. I don't, don't know where we are. Thank, yeah, uh, you just need like a Gregory's in the car. Do you remember those mm, old street directors oh, at Gregory's? Did you know what they're that? called? Jeez, that's going way back. Greg the stop sign. <laughs> um, but I did not have a Gregory on me at the time, but um, I did make it eventually and we Good. spotted some bird life and had a great time. But um, sometimes the GPS will take you on a bum steer. We're talking bum steers. And maybe it's GPS, maybe you're right, it's the navigator. Your parents in the car, in the car with you, <laughs> whatever it might be. They know the way. <laughs> 13, 10, 6, now, Donna from Cambridge, what's your story? Oh, Barmsteer Central. <laughs> Where did oh. you go? So we were heading to a place called Taralea Falls, beautiful place, mm. um, and the GPS led us down a road into the middle of a forest, and I was like, okay, this is looks like there could be waterfalls in here. Mm-hmm. Um, an hour and a half later of bush bashing over trees and through, like, thick scrub, we ended up on a cliff face at the top of the actual waterfalls, um, overlooking the lookout that we were actually aiming for, which was across a massive canyon. Oh, no. So it was an hour and a half, and then, yeah, we went, okay, this is not right. So we backed out and got in the car, and tw- it was a 20-minute walk down a formed track to a beautiful lookout eventually, but, yeah. Whoa. Oh, my God. But, babe, that could have actually, like, worked out even better, maybe, because you get to uh, the top of the waterfall. I mean, I suppose you can't really swim there, though, can sheer, you? You know, sheer drop to your death. Um, <laughs> Well, TLC yeah. did warn you in the 90s not to go chasing waterfalls, Don. Correct. Yeah, correct. Daddy Christy! My friend, I have an update for you because I know that you've listened to me bang on about my mother for the last year and a half on air. Oh, you mean Deb. I paint the town Deb. Yes. Mama Deb. So... Mum and Deb moved in with hubby Justin and I uh, at the back of our property mm-hmm. when we um, collectively decided to invest. And so mm-hmm. hubby Justin and I bought ourselves a cheap little house. We're very lucky to get it. And, mm-hmm. um, like, I'm talking super cheap, old, needs so much work kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. And the parentals um, were going to build themselves a little granny flat out the back and we were going to do some extensions. So yeah, okay. Mum and Deb uh, moved in with us about a year ago and there's been some moments, hasn't there, where, you know, mum's walked in on me and Justin having a cuddle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just always in the living room, like, bitching about stuff to me. She's very loud on the phone. Anyway. She also walked in on me and your husband <laughs> that one time. That was awkward, but... Like, Hi, Deb. Can I get you anything? Coffee? And she just stayed. Mm. But, look, it's been great, and I love my mum dearly, and we have a, you know, we have a fantastic relationship as much mm. as I joke about this stuff on air, and has been great with the kids, and adores my husband. She, I can tell she wishes she married Justin. But anyway, um, it's been a whole thing. And so they say it happens in threes. And on Friday, I had some bad news in one regard then some other not great news in another regard. And then I got the third thing, which is not great. I get a phone call from um, our mortgage broker because we looked at doing a bit of an extension on the house, you know, and fixing up our old place and so mm. my parents could stay on the property with us. Anyway, he calls yeah. us. And like most people in Australia at the moment, uh, he tells us that we didn't get the finance. He's like, no... No. Bank just doesn't want to do it. Times are too tough. They're not lo- lending at the moment. I no. cracked up laughing because I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me after the day I've had <laughs> and the plans that have gone to council for the last year, oh. like the whole thing, it just is not going to happen. Some fell through. But then I jumped for joy because then, you know what, I realised in the nicest possible way. My you mom, don't have to do any of it. I don't need, my mum's not going to live there anymore, so they've gone out and bought their own <laughs> house close by and I said, Mama... I said, this is great news. Now you can make as much noise as you want. We don't have to be right on top of each other. And then I had this little moment where I actually got sad because I went, oh, Aww. 
I kind of dawned on me and I realised and I knew deep down in my heart that I was never going to live with my mum again. And I went, oh, I should have relished more of this time in my adulthood of living with my mum and Mm. how special it's been. And, oh, it's kind of coming to an end now. It's over. But then, Mm. you know, I remember the lube of hers I found in my garbage (laughs) bin and I backed up. Talking about this, just quickly before we leave on 131060, would you prefer your pet over your partner? There's, there's a story going around that's saying most women would. 70% of single women would choose their dog over a man if the pet didn't like them. Well, that's what they're mm. saying. Damn straight. I mean, I sort of struck gold my own hobby, but you know, you've had. You get a few bad ones along the way, and you just think, I would mm. always choose my dog over I, you. Like, yeah, I'd trust the dog. It's yeah. a good indicator on who to trust. And they don't turn on you, and they don't cheat mm. on you, and they don't yell at you. It's just unconditional love all yeah. the time, you know. Like, you've got to trust your, your pet's instincts. It might not even just be your dog, but in this case, it's all about dogs. And 70% of single women would choose their dog over a man if their mm-hmm. pet didn't like them. This is what this study says, and they polled over 2,500 people. Mm-hmm. People aren't keen. Uh, sometimes you have to de-sex and microchip your partner, too. <laughs> Um, 131060. Kelly from Wodonga, would you choose your pet over your partner? Uh, Yeah, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all about the pooch over the person. And why is that? Uh, Well, my ex, she kicked me out with just my dog and my car. Oh, what? Yeah, it was brutal. Mm. (laughs) And when I met someone new, I made her meet my dog. If Tim didn't like her or she didn't like Tim, that was it. Good stuff. Absolutely, Han. So I love that. So it's kind of like what you would do with kids in a prospective new step-parent, hey? You have like a gentle interaction and see how they get along. Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, there was any like weird tension, then it's on her, not my dog, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A a pet is a good judge of character. Um, I'm kind of the same. Like I would side on a pet side sometimes because if they start growling and don't like the vibes of someone or the juju. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Tim's a German Shepherd, so, you know. Jeez, yeah, don't want to get on Tim's bad side. And did, did everything no, work out? Did your partner and Tim oh. the German Shepherd fall in love? Yeah, Tim loves them more than me. Oh. <laughs> We're talking small towns here because forget Byron Bay, forget Barrel, they're terrible because the best <laughs> town in Australia has just been handed out to the mining hub of Bendigo. Woohoo! Yeah. Well done, Benders. Interesting. We're talking, talking trams and gold mines. What a beautiful small Victorian town it is. It's got an art gallery too, uh, praised by visitors. It's got lively food and beverage scenes. So this is, uh, according to What If, they uh, every year do their online accommodation and it's the best town to visit in Australia in 2024. And Go they base these lists, the What If Aussie Town of the Year Awards, about accommodation, quality of you know lifestyle, family mm-hmm. holidays, all that sort of stuff. So it's an mm-hmm. interesting list. My own little hometown has once made that list, which made me very proud last year. But looking at this, there's 10 little towns across Australia, which what if, say, are the Aussie towns of the year. I haven't been to number 10 on this list, Dan. Cooper Pedy. Yeah, you've been there? Yeah, I have been to Cooper Pedy, and it does not deserve to be on the list. (laughs) South Australia. Uh, An opal a day keeps the doctor away. It's uh, just pretty much desert. Uh, There's a lot of underground, uh, you know, houses in Cooper Pedy. It's kind of famous for being in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner. There we go. That's what it's famous for. But would I say it's in the top 10 small towns in Australia? (laughs) No, I would not, but what would I know? Um, it's, It's different. 
definitely different. Okay, well, at least hmm. it's making the map. It's nice that different towns at least get a different placement. So it's not just Byron Bay all the time, which is oh, so yeah. overrated. It always, anyway. always wins. Uh, well, this is funny. Speaking of maps, uh, the map of Tasmania features here. Stanley, where the nut is. Uh, so there's a giant nut and beautiful beaches. Stanley's a beautiful town. I've been to Stanley. Stunning. It's uh, very stunning. Bathurst is in there. Yeah, I went to Bathurst. The only good thing really about that was driving through it to go to Orange. <laughs> Because really? Orange in New South you Wales was so beautiful. And guess what? I went out to Winery. this Italian restaurant and mm. we saw Ray Martin just sit this tiny little Italian restaurant in the middle of nowhere. In Orange. It was really cool. Did he had perfect hair. <laughs> he would have done. Was it a current affair? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind Bathurst. I drove around Mount Panorama when I was there. I did not realise there was a speed camera there. <laughs> and I was going about 160 because <laughs> I'm on a racing track. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's I interesting. I slowed down pretty quickly. Number four on the list is Catherine in the Northern mm. Territory, number three, Stanthorpe in Queensland, number two, Broken Hill in New mm. South Wales. But yes, number one on this list is Bendigo in Victoria. Yes, Bendigo. Should you go? Yes, you should. <laughs> Let's talk about Hollywood on the Gold Coast Night of Nights, the Actor Awards, which happened over the weekend. They used to be called the IF Awards, the Inside Film Awards. I have been to the Inside Film Awards uh, back yep. in the day at Sydney. You've been a few times, nominated probably. No. A couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Not for an IF. Oh, not for an F. No. Just a Logie. Logie, That's good, though. Anyway, it's not about me. Snubbed. (laughs) (laughs) You should have won this year. Thanks. I'm surprised. Thanks, my friend. (laughs) But, um, look, all eyes, let's start with the big things first. I've got to give a shout-out to Garden in Australia Mm. because they won the Actor Award for Best Lifestyle Program, and I'm not joking. I love stuff like that, lifestyle programs. It's good that they get recognised because it takes a village to make that sort of stuff. (laughs) We had heaps of Australian actors recognised for their work. I mean, we've seen some incredible TV series over the last year, uh, particularly in Australia. Deadlock was absolutely phenomenal and yes. Kate Fox did pick up for best uh, best acting in a comedy and she absolutely deserved it. The Actor Award for Best Children's Program was Bluey. Woo. I mean, you look at what Bluey is doing all over the world, even in America. Like, they love Bluey. It's oh, so heartwarming. I watch it every single morning with my two girls. It's, it, it's but, my favourite show. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. It's a lovely show. And it's um, it's doing Australia very proud. But, of course, Margot Robbie is as well. She took mm. home the Trailblazer Award, which is just essentially like... To just to invite her along. Yeah. <laughs> we created like... an award, so you'll be on the red carpet. Because, <laughs> I mean, she's the ultimate trailblazer, right? Like, she's from the Gold Coast, Margot Robbie. So to be recognised in her home state, she said that it just meant everything to her because growing up, she just wanted to be an actor so badly. Margot Robbie was watching TV one time and she said that in an interview, she was like, oh, I reckon I could deliver that line better than that girl did. So hmm. she thought, you know what? I want to get on a, I want to get on one of the soaps, Home and Away or Neighbours. So she calls the casting director of Neighbours, has never acted before, calls the casting director of Neighbours and said, I want to be on your show, what do I do? It, eventually, she just wore them down. She got an audition, then she got the part, and that's how she started. So That's amazing. Yeah, you can see why she's actually mm. an amazing producer as well. She produced the film I, Tonya, which she also starred in and was nominated for an Academy Award, and everyone... Might have heard of the movie Barbie, which grossed, you know, an insane amount of money. She she was snubbed for an Oscar (laughs) nomination for sure this year. Totally, she was. But one thing was amazing. Mm. You might have heard of a band called the Spice Girls. No. Girls (laughs) mind Margot Robbie's age and everyone loved Mm. the Spice Girls. And she found out that Baby Spice, Emma Bunton, had something cute about 
a nickname for her new baby. That's it. The uh, Bunsen Jones household have welcomed a new baby. Oh my goodness. I'm just in love. We've named her Margot Robbie. Oh, isn't she gorgeous? How do you feel about that? And what would you like to say to Emma? Baby Spice, I am so honoured. I don't know how often I talk, I talk about the Spice Girls like publicly. I think a lot and um, I'm, I'm just so honoured. You would be. There's a dog named after you. I know. Very good. It's amazing. Mm. But it looks so cool. And um, like I said, we've done such great stuff in Australia. It wasn't mm. nominated for this year, obviously, because it wasn't eligible. But Boy Swallows Universe, the Netflix series, mm. I honestly think was just 100 out of 100. Except maybe the last episode got a bit weird. If you've seen it, I don't want to spoil mm. it, but for the people who have seen Boy Swallows Universe, because it's this incredible series based off the book by mm-hmm. by Trent Dalton. Simon Baker's in it. Brian Brownie's in it. Like, incredible Australian actors are in it, hey? So there was mm. lots of touching moments, weren't there? There was a great touching moment, too. Uh, barely a dry eye in the house when Cal Wilson won an actor award following her death, of course. Cal, mm. uh, last year at the age of 53. So um, her husband, Chris Woods, and their 14-year-old son, Digby, took the stage. They accepted the award for Best Comedy Performer on Cal's behalf. So it was for the great Australian Bake Off. So uh, what a dream gig for her too. But um, what a moving speech. Um, Mm. She'd be bursting with pride for sure. She absolutely Mm. would. Imagine her husband and her Mm. son accepting that award on her behalf. And I know that you knew Cal as well. You had the pleasure of working with her before, didn't you? And such a talent too. And this just shows her in the industry. Like you you move to tears watching it too because, you know, it's been four months or or something since, um, you know, we lost Cal. So Mm. I miss Mm. her every day. So it's a nice honour for Cal Wilson. So rest in peace. It's Dan and Christy for breakfast, getting passionate about your greatest love. Yeah, we do love love, and tomorrow's the day of love. It's Valentine's Day, so we're celebrating that, aren't we? Your greatest love is what we're asking. And we are loving your entry, so please keep them coming. So all you got to do, maybe this is the first time you've heard about this competition, but it's really easy. Uh, you just head to our website, which is hit... <laughs> that's what it? what it is. So that, that's how easy it is. <laughs> not with a .com that I use. And I use just look up hit. I use the letter H, not a T. Mm. Hit.com.au. You'll see a little part where you just go, you know, Dan and Christie's greatest love. Fill it mm-hmm. out. It takes two seconds. We get your entry form and we see what it is that you might need. So it might be something for the kids. It might be something for yourself. Might be back to school stuff. Whatever we can help out with, that's what we want to do with this competition. Just dreams coming true. We're the genie. Uh, you guys are the lamb. <laughs> or the other way around. Um, 13, 10, 60. So we've asked Ellen for Wodonga to tell us at hit.com.au what she would like. And she joins us right now. Ellen from Wodonga, how are you going? I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, We're good. good, lovely. Thank you for entering at hit.com.au. And a little birdie told us that yesterday was your 40th birthday. Yes, I'm getting old. No, <laughs> no you're not. Life begins at 40. How was your, how was your day? It was really good. Yeah, we actually went down to the beach. We're in the beach at the moment. Watched a bit of Super Bowl and ate seafood. It was good. Oh, jeez. Beautiful. And uh, so you were talking about your greatest love. And what do you reckon your greatest love would be, Ellen? Well, <laughs> even though I've got a husband and two kids, I did put down that my greatest love was French champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Mama needs to celebrate herself sometimes. It's important, right? Absolutely. No one else would enter for me, so I had to do it. <laughs> and you said that you would love to have a bottle of Bill Card Salmon Rosé. Is that right? That's correct. So <laughs> does it actually have salmon in it or is it just a clever, <laughs> clever name? Or... <laughs> 
Not that I can taste. No. Okay. Ellen, <laughs> it's a beautiful bottle of champagne. I myself uh, was proposed to with that exact same bottle. What? Well, Aww. yeah, we got divorced, but the proposal really? was great. The champagne so was fantastic. Really well. <laughs> so, congratulations. Yeah. How can we not give you a bottle for your 40th birthday? Oh, thank you so much, guys. That's amazing. Dan and Christy. Barista made ice cold. Drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy.